Welcome to episode 5 of Weave Your Web. I am your host, Tor Web Weaver. If you would like to find out more about me, who I am, what I do, please head over to www.torwebweaver.com. That's www.torwebweaver.com. How are you? I hope you're well and I hope that you are safe. As I say, it's episode five of Weave Your Web. It's been a little bit of time since episode four. So thank you for joining me again, even though there's been a little bit of a break. If you're a new listener, welcome to the Web Weaver family. It's fantastic to have you on board. Thank you for checking the show out and thank you for joining me. So as I said, it's been a little bit of a break since episode four there's been a little bit of time in between the episodes and the reason for that is that I wanted to make some tweaks to the show this was in response to how people were interacting with the show how people were finding the show and where people were listening to the show so I've changed the main platform for the show we are now on Spreaker We're still in other places as well, but Spreaker is the main platform for the show. The other change that I made, the the biggest change that I've made, is that instead of doing the general energy readings on the show, so instead of doing the three-card general energy format, three-card, two-card general energy format... What I wanted to do was more specific readings. So I would like you listeners to send in your questions to be answered on the show. There's a couple of ways that you can do this. You can head over to www.torwebweaver.com, hit the contact form, hit the contact button, sorry, fill in the form, Be sure to put Weave Your Web in the subject bar. Put your question in the content box. Your question and your name. You can use a nickname if you you like. A pseudonym. And that will come directly to me. And then I can read your question out on the show and give you a free mini reading on a future episode of Weave Your Web. You can also leave your questions in the comments section on Spreaker or in the archived version on YouTube. That's it. That's all you have to do. You don't have to sign up for anything. You don't have to give me anything else. Just send in your question with your name. And like I say, it can be a nickname. In the coming episodes of Weave Your Web, I'm actually going to be teaching you some tips tricks, helpful hints, (laughs) whichever way you want to call them, in regards to card reading, energy manipulation, law of attraction, 
and a little bit of magic as well. So if you have any questions regarding those topics, you can send those in too. On this episode, we're actually going to be having a very special guest joining us after the break. This is a fantastic lady who has been working as a professional psychic for a number of years now. I think about five years she's been working as an online professional psychic. She has a wonderful Lanamend deck out at the moment. And she's about to launch her very own psychic platform. And we're going to be getting to know this lady a little bit. We're going to be speaking about her deck. We're going to be finding out about her psychic platform. And we're going to be doing some of those free mini readings. So if you've already sent one of those in, do keep listening to see if your mini reading is picked for episode five of Weave Your Web. I'll be right back after this short break. Yes, we are under the sea for tonight's guest. That should be a big clue as to who this is. Not only is this lady a fantastic psychic, she's also an artist, a photographer, among many other things. And we're going to be hanging out with her tonight and finding out a little bit about some of the amazing projects that she's got going on. It is Melanie Mitchell, aka Mermaid Maiden. How are you, Melanie? I'm doing fantastic. It's a beautiful day by the sea. Good. Glad to hear it. Thank you for being on Weave Your Web. It's so good to have you. I'm so excited to have you on. Thanks for having me Uh, on. You're welcome. So (laughs) let's go right back to the the beginning a bit. When did you realise that you were psychic, Melanie? When did this kind of come into your life? Very interesting question. And I think that most psychics have similar experiences but as as a young child i would have visions or dreams that would come that would warn me of things that were happening or show me things that were going to happen and then they would happen and as a child of um non-practicing psychics i'll just put it that way um i didn't have anyone to really speak with about it until i got into uh, my young adulthood and I did a little dabbling into reading tarot. And once I started reading tarot, it was a good way for me to connect with other people and kind of establish why these visions were happening. And, and it did give me uh, a good platform to communicate what I was seeing with the people that needed to hear these messages. Because I feel like as psychics, we were just here as messengers to provide information for people to make better choices in their right, lives. Right. And so um, as I got older, it just, I could, I learned to trust it more and more, to communicate it more and more. Um, And 
you know, I still have visions and I have clear audience abilities, um, smells sometimes. And ah, there's so much depth to being a psychic. It's hard to explain it all. Right. I, I agree. It's hard to kind of condense it into one sentence, isn't it? People often kind of look at me like I'm, you know, ready to be carted off when I try and explain it. Do you find that as well, that people are a bit like, hmm. <laughs> It's funny because when you, I mean, yes, that's exactly the way it is. You don't want to appear to be crazy, but you know that there's something you need to communicate and, and how to say it without scaring them to death as well. I mean, I would do tarot readings for people and they would stop talking to me for weeks at a time because I would, expl- I would, dev- lay out some information like no one else could have known. And so I find that it's a daunting task, but it's a necessary um, practice for me as a person. Right, right. And and I've had similar experiences to that as well, where I've done a reading for somebody or some information has come through and they, they just stop speaking to you, you know, and it's like, well, I didn't do anything wrong, <laughs> you know? Right. You don't. It's not, it's not a... It's like, it's not something that's totally in our control in some ways. It's just a matter of controlling how it is exposed to the to others. And um, so I really appreciate it. It's, it's something that it took me a while to get used to being comfortable with even and, and being, um, allowing myself to feel it was a natural process as opposed to uh, something that was being put upon me as, or a curse or something. So... I feel fully functional now. <laughs> well, 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 that's good. And and how long have you been professional now? In the before before the break, I'd said it was about five years. Is that right? Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's oh yeah, at least five years. I I kind of fell into it when I had a, a life experience that changed my financial needs, and so I therefore started to do it on a more professional level, because I was already a practicing psychic, but I never did it professionally until about five years ago. And, and and how did you start? Did you very much start on the online psychic circuit or did you start doing in-person readings or how did you get your start, Melanie? I'm a, I'm definitely an online reader who have been in the past. It's something that that's the way I developed my skill because I'm an energy reader. Um, being in front of another person is something I do on a rare basis, but I did one today. So, I mean, it's something that I do. Um, but online is what has been my primarily my professional life because I stopped doing them in person for a while. And now I'm slowly, gradually going back into that. Right. And, and, and in your intro there, I mentioned that you are AKA the mermaid. And tell us about that fantastic enigmatic name that you've given yourself. How did that come about? I, I mean, as a child, I mean, I have to tell you this story because it probably is completely irrelevant, <laughs> but my parents um, honeymooned in Virginia Beach, which is on the east coast of the States, um, and that's where I was conceived. Right. So my thought is that, and all of my life I've dreamed of the ocean. I mean, I want to say three nights out of the week I'm sitting by the ocean talking to whales or dolphins or whatever. And so it's been, even though I've lived inland most of my life, I now have finally you know, migrated to the West Coast, where I literally live a mile from the beach. And so the ocean has always influenced my visions. It's always influenced my, I'm a Pisces. It just fits all the, it just is a full circle for me. So I I use the term mermaid in loosely. Um, I feel as a Pisces, I'm a siren. I feel as a person that was conceived (laughs) on the 
on the beaches that's you know probably some of my spirit came from that area and um so it just personifies how i feel about the way i present myself and my so gifts. very much connected with with the sea energies then would you say right uh, yes definitely and- I definitely connect with the sea energies. I connect with the way that the sea moves, like it's the gravitational pull of the sea and now the energy of it. And with water being the the element most associated with emotion, do you feel like that has a big effect on you as a person? (laughs) Oh gosh, you know, that's a real loaded question. (laughs) I would say yes, hugely. Because I'm a female, I'm a Pisces, I'm a mermaid, I'm yes. Uh, my emotions are hugely affected. It helps. It helps me in some ways because, as as a psychic, an energy, you know, an energy reader, um, I can flow in and flow out. I can flow in and flow out. So I've learned over time not to let it overwhelm me. But it is definitely an element of uh, how I process all this information. Deep energy connections. Yeah. Emotion. And and so when you're doing a reading then, Melanie, do you feel like you really get to the root of those emotions? Does that water aspect really help you dive in there, pun intended? Correct. I'm not afraid of it. I think that's, an, that's a benefit is that I'm not afraid to dive deep and I'm not afraid to go down into where things may be murkier or things may seem to be daunting to others, but that I'm very familiar right. with as a mermaid, you know. That's absolutely fantastic. Now, tell tell us a little bit about some of the tools that a that a client could expect you to use within a reading. Um. Wow. <laughs> I. You know. My strongest. My strongest is clear audience. Um. I have used. I use cards <clears throat> primarily when I do readings for others. It helps them to identify in a in a, in a neutral place. Um. It's not as overwhelming for some people, and they don't feel like you're intruding so much as when you're using cards. So I've used tarot. I use uh, a deck called Soul Cards. I use intuitive cards. I have, um, I use pendulums. Um, I have not done scrying yet. I expect you to help me with that a little bit. <laughs> I will. I will do. <laughs> um, and um, so those are my primary tools. Uh, I've recently started doing. Lennerman readings. That's the most recent tool that I've started using that happened within the last two per- years. Perfect okay. segue into our next topic. I like what you did there, Melanie. We are going to discuss you you have created from scratch completely your own Lenormand deck. This is the Coastal Lenormand. Now, I've got the deck in front of me. I was very lucky to get one of the, the sample copies a long time ago. Uh, and it's absolutely, I hope you don't mind me saying, but it's absolutely beautiful. It's, you know, it really connects with me very, very deeply. I'm a bit hit and miss with Lenormand decks, I have to say, but yours really connects with me. I appreciate yeah. Thank you so, so much. How did the deck come about? What inspired you to create the Coastal Lenormand deck? That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> Lenormand was new to me, and I had, I. I had joined a few reading uh, sites, a few reading pages on Facebook, and came across this word, the Lennermans. And I started watching what they were doing. And and I noticed the symbols. And for me, as a person of vision, symbols really work well. I mean, like, I haven't even done runes. I think that's something else I should try. But the symbols seemed to really resonate. It was an easy way for me to connect. Tarot's very deep 
and multi-leveled, yeah. but Lenormand is very surface and quick, um, almost like prose and poetry, I would say, that uh, Lenormand is more of a poet's tool. And, and, um, so as I started developing, I bought my first deck, which was a traditional deck, and I started noticing the symbols. And at the same time, I'm a photographer, and I live in this beautiful area um, in Southern California, and I am an avid person like everywhere I go people are like you know waiting on me because I stopped to take pictures <laughs> of everything you know oh my gosh there's a flower it's blooming let's take a picture so um as I was learning the system and I was doing some photo editing I started noticing that the symbols were showing up just randomly I wasn't even um setting out to take these images but I said oh look there's the house there's the anchor there's the tower there's the cross and on all of these great landmarks in my town plus you know, some things that aren't so landmarking, but very unique architecture that make beautiful images. So I went from there. I thought, oh, that's an interesting idea. Why don't I create my own liniment right. deck? Also, when I was doing a GT, I noticed that the cards, the GT, which is a grand tableau for those who don't know the Lenormand system, is where you take all 36 cards in the deck and you lay it out for a full reading. And it's the, it is the best way to get a full reading with a Lenormand deck. Um, it looks like a calendar because you have four rows here and eight across. And so to me, it looked like a calendar. And I was using a poker-sized deck. And I thought, you know what? I want it to be square. I want it to actually look like a calendar. For me, cubes work right. better. So I, and there was not one available. So I thought, hey, opportunity. Here it is. I've got the images that I like from my own camera without setting out. And I want a square deck. So I just set out to doing it. I'm also a graphic designer, um, which is another whole facet of my life. But So it was easy. I just set up the deck and I had it printed. And it's just turned out uh, really successful. I was surprised that, that uh, it came together so smoothly. Well, I wasn't surprised because, you know, <laughs> as, as soon as I saw the deck... I, I, you showed me pictures of it first. I, I, you sent me pictures of it. You said, is this something that would interest you? Would you use this deck? And I said, yes. And I absolutely fell in love with it. And I still use the deck. Like I say, I've had one of the sample decks for almost two years, something like that. Now, you you done a, was it a Kickstarter campaign to get the deck launched. Tell us a little bit about that, yeah. Melanie. I had done an original run, the first run that you had gotten a sample deck from. In fact, I need to update you. I did a plastic run through the Kickstarter, so I need to send you one of those. But um, I had done an original run, and I ran about, you know, my original printing was less than 50. And I thought, and I sold out within the first year. And I thought, you know, this really could be successful, but I didn't have the funds. Um, and someone said, hey, do a Kickstarter. So I definitely, I put it up on Kickstarter, um, which requires some social media attention. So you kind of have to run that. And run your marketing through social media. And I ran it the first time, didn't reach my goal, but I but I just I was determined and I, I thought, you know, this is gonna work. And so I ran it a second time and actually reached the goal. Um, and it was a great way for me to uh, get exposure, get out get the decks run and I'm ready to and I've been selling. So is there any other questions you have about the Kickstarter? It was a great way to get funding for the process. For the you, you, you've covered everything that I was going to ask, Melanie. You, 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 you must be psychic, <laughs> my love. <laughs> now, psychic and <laughs> the, the the pictures. Ju just to clarify, because we sort of glossed over it. The pictures they are all pictures that you've taken yourself. Is that right for the the coastal element? There's, I the coastal element are all images that I took 
There's four, maybe five. Like, I didn't take a picture of a whip or a fox or a snake. <laughs> right. um, but the bears, I definitely took a picture of the bear. That happened in Northern California. We were there camping during the spring, and we saw six or seven bears that year. I happened to get pictures. So there's about five or six that aren't. But 90% of the cards in the deck are my own original right. art. I- my and you used your graphic design skills to put the the layout of Correct. the cards together yes right it's a purely melanie mitchell uh yeah design project which makes it very I unique would... in itself because normally somebody would do the words somebody would do the pictures somebody would do the graphics you have done everything correct i i um which i believe in my intuitive sense brings a really good energy to the piece itself, to the project itself. The energy is consistent throughout because I did all the design work. And you'll notice when you, and I know that you have, and others have said this, you'll notice that light, the energy of the deck reflects my energy, yes. which is light and it's positive and it feels accepting. And it's, so it is a, an excellent tool in that sense. It's a pure energy deck. And I, those of you who do use tools understand the level that need for an energy level to connect with you in order for you to use it. As a psychic, that's very important in all of our tools. When you do readings with your your own deck, do you find that they're more accurate? Do you find they get to the, the roots quicker? Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. I use it pretty consistently because it's <laughs> sitting on my desk. But it's not the one I reach for every single time I do a reading. 80% of the time I do, and it does give me um, clarity. There are times when I set it to the side, but most of the time it's the one that I go to, yes. Fan- fantastic. L- like I say, I absolutely I absolutely love the deck. It's absolutely fantastic. But you have another fantastic project on the way as well. Huh. You are launching your own psychic platform. It's, yes. I believe it. It's, go uh, on. It's exciting. Yeah, very, very exciting. I believe it's going to be called Virtual Mystics. Is that right? Correct. Virtual Mystics is going to be an intuitive, uh, intuitive website um, with readers such as yourself. Yes, I, I am <laughs> going to be involved. I am going to be involved in Virtual Mystics. So, w- when can we expect Virtual Mystics to be launched? We're finishing up. We're finishing up the um, the business end of things right now. Um, I was supposed to meet with my designer today, but I'd rather have. I wanted to have a chat with you instead. Thank you. So I feel like by the end of the month, uh, we will have a working site for those people to come and visit. And I will let you know. I'll send you a message so that you can get that out to people. Um, Absolutely. But I feel I feel like in the month of October we'll start celebrating our Halloween with virtual mystics website marketing <laughs> and this will be virtualmystics.com. yeah correct how, how did this come about how were you inspired and where did the name come from this vir- me <laughs> what was it really was it really me no yeah, it really was i i had a um i had been considering it for a while because as i became a professional online i noticed that you know anyone who do, who works for others uh who who does service work for other people realizes that a percentage of your income is taken by the other person. Um, and a lot of these sites really gouge psychics and 
cost and commissions. Yeah. And I really felt that that was very unfair. So for the last two years, I want to say it was two years ago, I have been considering doing it. And I know that I talked to you about it at some point. And you were doing a reading for me. And I said, look, I'm going to do this site. He goes, I see, you said, I see virtualmystics.com. And at that point, I went and registered the domain that day. I think I did. And so it's been a work in progress for a couple of years Well, I'm now. gobsmacked because although I probably realized at the time, it's not something that's stuck in my head because when we do readings, the information tends to go through us, doesn't it? So, and so true. You... It's interesting to me how people come in and they're like, well, don't you remember having this conversation? I'm like, if I kept all that information in my yeah, head. We, yeah, we would explode. But you, you touched on a very interesting <laughs> point there, Melanie. A lot of these sort of psychic platforms, they, they take a lot of money away from the psychic don't they it's it to me it's it's um spirit killing i mean these people all do this work when you are a psychic and you're doing the work of the energy work for someone else to help them find a better way in their life it's draining and when someone takes even 50 percent of your income and you're left with half it's very draining feeling. It takes away from your energy. And I feel like that's just not a benefit. Right. It's not a benefit. Right. And, and it brings people, it brings more negativity in the, to the energy of the actual reading of the psychic. And, you know, we have enough to battle as it is with just funneling this information, much less having to pay someone else to be able to do it. So I, I, that's the whole premise of it is I want to have a psychic site set up by a psychic for psychics with the lowest amount of commission taken off. So that's the whole reason I set it up. That's absolutely fantastic. And so if, if there's a budding psychic listening at the moment, would they be able to apply to be a reader? Uh, I will send you a link within a week. Um, I have to meet with a designer today to get the final link so that we can have everyone send in. But I will provide you with that information. Anyone who's listening today, uh, give us to a couple of weeks, uh, virtualmystics.com, and you can go in and you'll be able to register as a reader. Fantastic. And I will update where the show is. I'll put a little comment with the updated information as well. Now, we do actually have some questions that have come in for you, Melanie. We have some... We have some psychic questions, if it's okay to do some cheeky mini-readings with you. We can do non-cheeky mini-readings. We, we, we could, we could, but let's face it. I'm good with it. They're going to be cheeky. It. So, <laughs> are, are okay. you ready to go? Are you raring to go? All right, let me pull this deck out, and yes, I'm ready. Okay, so our first question is from Adam, and he's in England, okay? And Adam okay. says, I love the show, thank you, Adam. And his question for you is, what will happen if I keep talking to a guy I have feelings for, but he does he's not interested in me in that way? <laughs> what will happen with this gentleman that's not interested in yes, Adam? Yes, in Adam, yep. Okay, we're going to shuffle on Adam's future with the non-interested male. Uh so what I've pulled is, and you will love this, coffin, scythe, ship, clover, stork. Okay. Um, so the middle of this, so that's a five-card pull for Lenormand, um, and the middle of this is a ship. The conversation with this person, will he will cut you off. If you continue to attempt to contact him and with he has no interest, there will be an ending. 
Um, I see, but clover stork means there may be changes sometime in the spring because the stork is um, associated with pregnancy or new beginnings. You may have an opportunity for a new beginning with him come February or March, but at this time, I would say um, if you don't cut it off, he will. Um, you might want to approach it again in six months' time. And and you used the coastal liniment to answer Adam's question, yeah? Yeah. That's absolutely fantastic. And see how quickly that information came through. <laughs> yes. That's the beauty I feel of a Letterman deck is that, you know, as an intuitive, you kind of already know what's going to happen and the cards confirm that I feel like Adam needs some changes in his own life. Uh, there's some changes that he needs to make before this can move forward. Um, and the, with the ship in the middle, that shows that he is going to be moving forward in his own life. And away from this person. Interesting stuff. I, ho- I hope that that was helpful for you, Adam. And thank you for loving the show. I really do appreciate the, the positive feedback that we have. Are you ready for the next one? Let's go. Okay, this is Sappy from Kenya. Okay. And Sappy says, that the, I think this is quite a big one, so I'll go slow reading the question, okay? okay. Sappy asks, will everything come tumbling down in December? Or will I be able to hold it together? Mm. You know, that's interesting because when I tap into Sappy, it's... Hmm. All right, let's see what we pull with the Lenin deck. Shuffling music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm wondering if this is concerned with a male friend. Okay, so we'll do five cards again. Uh, Coastal Letterman, five cards. The first card I pulled was a male. The second card I pull is the bouquet. The the middle card, which is the subject, is the dog. Uh, Dog represents loyalty, friendship, reliability, or faith. Uh, Then there's the birds, and then there's a letter. Uh, My thought on her question is that I don't think it's going to come tumbling down. I do believe there will be a conversation around it that will help heal the situation. And I feel like I I want to say that Sappy may be talking about a uh, relationship with the man that she's fond of, um, but they're just friends for right now. Uh, but there will be a lot of communication to further this. Uh, I'm going to pull one more card to um, yes, the communi- uh, Then I pull the key. And then I pull the lily. Uh, the key means the key card in Lenormand uh, is the answer card. Like if you're look, if when the key card shows up, the following card is your answer. Um, so you have a key, and the key to this is to remain peaceful with this person. There's going to be a peace settlement. Um, you'll have a peaceful arrangement with this person, and it will be through communication. I don't see it may not be an in person, and it may be someone that she's communicating with at a distance. But I feel like there's going to be a peaceful settlement to her situation, yes. I wouldn't say tumbling down. I would say um, peace. Peace is settled. Absolutely fantastic. I hope that that was helpful for you, Sappy, in Kenya. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the show. Got a couple more for you, Melanie, if that's okay. Okay. Yes, please. So we have Jules in England. I'm not sure if Jules is a male Jules or a female Jules. Maybe you'll be able to pick up on that. (laughs) And Jules okay. asks, will there be sparks with someone special? Ooh. I kind of pick up it's a female. 
female energy anyway. It's one of those strange unisex names, though, isn't it, Jules? Yeah. Oh. Key, coffin, bouquet, female, a female, and then the stork and the male. Okay, so um, another five cards. Typically, I will pull, just as a reference, I will typically pull five cards when I do a Letterman reading. I feel like unless it's a yes or no question, which I don't answer very often, those are only two. Sometimes three if it's something you want answered quickly, but something that's more in-depth. Um, these questions seem to be a little neat, require a little bit deeper situation, so I'll call pull five. The center card of this is bouquet. There's a flirty energy that's between both of them. The bouquet is... Uh, surprise, gift, pleasant, fortunate, talent, fashion, intrigue. Um, but for, for me, in this sense, this female feels that something has ended because we have the key, which is the answer, the coffin, which means that she feels that something needs to be, um, the coffin can typically mean uh, a, a, the ending of something but as it is in the beginning of a reading, I see it as an opening into something else, like something that has ended is leading into something more. Uh, so coffin and bouquet means that there's going to be flirty energy around her and this male. Uh, and this male, and then I have the stork at the end, and the stork is changes and uh, uh, birth. So, and then the male card at the end. So I feel like her, that's a yes. She will find a more flirty energy moving forward from this time. I say within the next three months, she will notice some significant differences in this relationship with this man. Wow, such a lot of information in such a short space of time. I don't know how you do it, Melanie. It just goes whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that compliment. I will take that as a compliment. But, you know, you have to understand that as once you pick up this tool, once you guys, if anyone does, the Coastal Lenormand is, is um, a really easy deck to read with. So I'm, I'm fortunate that I was capable of uh, putting it all together. And Lenormand's system to me just works. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree that it's a, a great deck to read with. Jules, thank you very much for your question. I hope that that was helpful for you and that you look forward to those lovely sparks. We've got just one more for you, Melanie. And this is from Victoria in England. And Victoria asks, do I have a future with my ex-husband? Uh, okay. As a psychic, sometimes I would ask for their names, but since we don't have that ability... Uh, uh, I, I have the name. It's Patrick. Patrick's... Okay. Okay. <laughs> i okay, came prepared so Victoria, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much um the middle card okay so it shows to me that their marriage was it seems to me that there was um a, a pretty good they had a pretty good run as a, in a marriage uh but patrick created problems that caused this marriage to be over i feel like if and okay fish ring woman uh, the fish, the fish being abundance and finance, ring being the marriage, female being 
Victoria in the middle. Uh, then we have the rider, and then we have the cross as the ending card. The cross is the burden. This, although the marriage started out really well, it became a burden, and it became a burden pretty quickly. And I would say that the number one rider card is an information. Of, um, I often think of the Pony Express when I see that card um, because it's quick information delivered to you um, and I often get male energy around the rider as well, which means that Patrick quickly ended this situation. And I feel like um, there was a reason for that. He's the one that ended it. Now the bear and the snake, um, I pulled a snake and the bear as the final two cards to get some confirmation about the future for her because I don't feel like this is a, re a reconnection. She's gonna find if she does try to reconnect with Patrick, there will be um, some strong, female in the background that's going to try to resist this. The bear being um, a, a matriarchal card, uh, also regarding finances, and a snake meaning um, devious. Um, I don't feel like she's going to be able to move forward with him. Although the love is not dead there, I would give it some time. Victoria, um, because I pulled a heart card on the very end, there's going to be a lot of love still left between the two of you. I would wait. Um, I would wait for a while before I approach this topic with him. He has some things to work out still, I feel, that you may not be able to help him with. And that's my reading. Wow. Well, <laughs> Victoria, I hope that that was of great help to you. You got a lot of information there from Melanie. All of our queerance i think that's the right word got a lot of information there from you melanie but if they wanted to take it further if they wanted to come to you for a reading how would we how would they find you oh um wow are, are you on facebook I or i am on facebook and virtual mystics but that's a closed group so um i would say I will send you my information and you can give that to them if they inquire. Um, I, I do work on Keen as Mermaiden, but I'm not signed in every day. Um, and they can send me an inquiry there. Um, but I will provide you my information for anyone that wants further reading, readouts on that. Uh, virtual, but don't forget that virtualmystics.com will be up within the next couple of weeks and I will always be and, there. And you will be working <laughs> on virtualmystics.com. Correct. Virtualmystics.com, I will be spearheading and being a reader on there, as well as you, hopefully, some days. I will. I, I will be on virtualmystics.com. We've come to the end of the show, Melanie. Aww. I know. It's 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 flown in. Thank you so much for being involved and hanging out with me tonight. Thanks for having me. Um, I look forward to working with you more, and I appreciate you giving me the time to speak. Um, and good luck to all the queerants who asked questions today. I hope it made uh, sense. I appreciate it. Thank you so, so, so much. I um, will definitely have you back on at some point in the future. And thank you so much for doing those mini readings. You're welcome. Thank you for um, giving me the time today. I appreciate uh, you're welcome. It. Do you have any last words for our listeners? I just remain at peace, stay balanced, and um, come and see us at Virtual Mystics. <laughs> indeed oh 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 almost forgot where where where, where can people buy your coastal lenerman deck um they're on sale on facebook coastal lenerman if you will google you know if you go on facebook and you do search coastal lenerman by melanie mitchell you can also reach me there for a reading as well if you'd like 
Uh, Coastal Lenormand by Melanie Mitchell is on Facebook, and you can buy them through there. If that Facebook gives you an issue, just send me a note, and we will work it through through the Facebook link. Absolutely fantastic! Thank you so much, Melanie. Welcome. Thank you, dear. Well, that's it. That's all we have for episode five of Weave Your Web. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much to Melanie for being our guest on the show tonight. She done a fantastic job with those many readings. I'll be back in around two weeks' time. I'll be here every second Wednesday slash Thursday. Girl power.